The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and of course, theashholds.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholds and on Instagram at Ashholds Radio. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. It's kind of a spontaneous edition of The Ashholds today. Let's get to it. And hosting this segment, your good friend, and sometimes mine, Oliver Naveau. Rarely yours, Stu, but uh, no, excited to be here, excited to be back after two weeks, but we have a very special guest. And, th- and first, can, let's address the uh, the elephant in the room. There's an oh, the empty elephant. chair right there, and that is for our, our, our great host, Dan, who is uh, stuck in jury duty, but uh, in traffic now and should be here shortly. Uh, I guess they didn't detain him too long, but, uh, mm-hmm. but regardless, we are here, and uh, we are live, and we are with uh, Edgar uh, Dakamanji. Am I pronouncing that right? That's not an easy one. You just did fine. You look at the letters, and I'm like, I have no idea. But because I know you, <laughs> and because you've been, really, you've been a staple in the industry for, for a number of years, all right? How, how long have you been in the cigar industry? Uh, repping for about 20 years. 20 years. That's a long, that's a long time. Been around cigars industry. for about 29. Yeah, 29 years. But repping for 20, and, and under your, uh, your, your majestic uh, portfolio that you do have, because you have your own, it's your own brokerage. Yes, really. uh, Northeast Sales uh, yeah. Company, uh, you know, I've been doing it for, since 2000, and yeah. as an independent, and um, I never look, look backwards. Yeah. No, and, and that that says, yeah, and that says a lot about who you are because it's not one the cigar industry is not uh easy everyone thinks it's glamorous uh you know i I travel as well and and you walk into these shops and everyone's like oh i want your job i want your job and okay yeah Yeah. take it take it for an hour and see and see what happens it's not that we just sit in the lounge anybody actually looks at you and thinks glamorous yeah no no they might not think that but they're like yeah they're like wow he does nothing i want to do nothing but uh but no you do travel but you're here and, and today we're talking about the the aladino uh and we're smoking the maduro uh, today, so if you could uh, you tell us a little bit about this cigar and, and what the uh, JRE tobacco is is well, about. Uh, JRE tobacco is um, owned by um, Julio Arola, which is the patriarch of the family, and along with his son, the eldest son uh, Justo, and uh, he's the he's the traveling man behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started this company about just about three years ago. Uh, just because they produce all the tobacco that what really made um, Corojo famous back mm-hmm. in the day. Right. So um, the history is the Camacho and everything else. So um, when Davidoff started, stopped uh, utilizing the tobacco, so they had all this tobacco that they grew. And before they know it, it's like, you know, we should make our own cigar again. So that's why JRE established with Aladino name. They came out with the Corojo as the first one. It was about three years ago. And then just about two weeks ago, we launched the Maduro version of it 
comes in four sizes, uh, the Elegante, the Toro, and uh, the um, Cazadores, and the Lancero. Mm -hmm. uh, three of those Vitolas are box-pressed, and the fourth one is uh, the Elegante, which is r round cigar. Um, it's only available in four sizes, and uh, this is just came out a week ago, 10 days ago, maybe, just uh, beginning of April. And um, production on it, as two guys has it first in the whole nation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, the line will be open up for regular um, orders at the show. At the IPCPR show. At the IPCPR. In, in July. And, and the wrapper on this is San Andreas uh, Maduro wrapper that is on Corojo binder and filler. He's from their farms. I've had a few of these, and these it's probably the nicest San Andreas wrapper I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just it, aesthetically. Yeah, like aesthetically. the looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and the company's been doing our producing cigars for so long, and it's there. There's, there's no trick has passed them by is that they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. If anybody knows how to grow tobacco or produce cigars, these are the guys. Absolutely. Well, they they made, I mean, when it was Co the Camacho Corojo, I mean, they made the Com Camacho name, mm -hmm. and that's back when it was good. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not so much now, well, but is it, it, was, well, it was extremely good back then. The Corojo wrapper was uh, unbelievable. Well, the authentic Corojo is really what really shines in, in their cigars. Um, all the Corojo that you see on the market now is the hybridized version of the Corojo that you see out there. Mm -hmm. And most of it is hybridized with uh, uh, Habano, which gives you a lot of more spice than what it's supposed to be. And it gives you a lot more body and a lot more flavors that the true authentic Corojo does not have. So you could smoke um, the natural version of the Corojo the Medora has a little more flavors on it, but the natural version of it, you could smoke it first thing in the, in the morning, mm -hmm. and it just tastes fine, and you could smoke it at the end of the day, and it still has enough power that you can still taste it. Mm -hmm. And that's what really makes a balanced cigar. It's not the Lajero laced, mm -hmm. you know, this and that and the other in your face that you're losing your um, taste buds right. over it and whatever. So... Um, Every tobacco has a different way of acting in, in the makeup of a cigar. In my opinion, Aladino is rises to the top. Incredibly, yeah, incredibly balanced because if you over-season it, uh, so to speak, mm -hmm. then you're losing the entire complexity and, and what, right. the, what the tobacco is supposed to taste. And, and you lose the balance. Right. You lose the balance. Well... Welcome, Dan. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to be here. Edgar, it's good to see you. Mr. Sneaky. Yes, just kind of snuck on there Although just you're, a minute you're, ago. You're about as sneaky as an elephant. Yeah, I'm sure people saw me coming. <laughs> yeah. They may even have heard me coming. <laughs> Gee, where'd you come from, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, no, but, but, but we were you know, talking about the, the rapper and the, you know, just how it looks. Um, the, the cool draw on it, to me, there was a little bit of a sweetness, but it was very clean. Mm -hmm. And then the, the wrapper is just, I mean, uh, I don't want to say near flawless, but it, you can't see the seams, and the, the veins are very, very tiny, but there's just a, a dull shine to it. That's, it's, 
it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous. Impressive. It's a gorgeous it's a, cigar. It's a color, yeah. To top it, it's natural shine. It's not yeah. artificial shine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, <laughs> some people put it through the shine. Well, yeah. hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's got shine now. Go get your shine box. No, but this is uh, this is actually my first one. Uh, I haven't mm. had a chance to to smoke this yet, so uh, I'm excited to kind of get into it. The first uh, the first quarter inch. Uh, right now is you know very flavorful, not overly spicy, but uh, lots of you know for me lots of I'm getting lots of woody notes. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, a little bit of spice on the on the back. Yeah. And the red wow the retro's heavy, for me. Uh, wow. But wow. but enjoyable. But I'm not I'm not one that I don't do a full retro. Dan's a full retro guy. I'm, mm. I'm more of a half quarter. But it's, <laughs> when I say full, it's full, but it's good. Well, no, you're not veteran enough. No, no, yeah, no retro <laughs> enough. <laughs> But long history with the Aladino name, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? I right. do not know much about it. Right. Uh, all I know is that they have Aladino. It's been in, uh, in the family for the longest time. I don't know much about it. Yeah. I know there's uh, Aladino movie theater, and, yeah. you know, in Dan Lee in Honduras. But that's where I go. I don't know any further details on that. Right. And that's not what's going to sell the cigar anyway. No, no. <laughs> right. No, but I think but there is a good the grandfather owned that right. movie theater, and and th- that's now where the the factory is is on the site where that Aladino theater was. Well, right. Yes. Well, the factory is that uses the movie theater, the old movie theater, mm-hmm. is where the, uh, Christian produces his cigars. Oh, the other guy. The the other guy. The other guy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We don't talk about him. Well, (laughs) well, it's still in the family. Let's put it this way. I mean, you know, um, it's still, it's his son. Yeah. And uh, Justo's and Julio's uh, son and brother. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Aroa cigars are produced in Aladino movie theater, which turned to a factory now. Now, how wrong is that? Well, wrong, <laughs> right or wrong, I, I'm not the one who's, who's going to judge that. One took the location, that. the other one took the name. <laughs> I'm not going to judge that. But, uh, but the factory that produces all the Aladino and Rancho Luna and the Tadescan for the company is, is at the compound where the house is. Uh, the, well, used to be called Camacho Compound. Mm-hmm. Now it's called the Aladino Compound, which is where Julio lives, and along with it, there's, uh, there's little houses that, you know, when you have a trip of guys going in, that are staying in his house hmm. and in his oh. compound. And the factory and the box factory and all of it is in that compound. So that's where the new factory is uh, I need for a, the... I need a compound. Yeah, yeah well... <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I got to sell too. a couple Fraction more cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's oh great. So, and and you handle for your 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 territory with, with your brokerage. You're doing the entire. I do. I do all of uh, New England state plus upstate New York. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I go all the way to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's far. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a trip. <laughs> that's a trip yeah. and a half. Wow. When you're in Buffalo, have you ever had beef on weck? No. Oh. It's good. Well, I guess it's very. It's common up there. It's beef on weck. It's like a. What's weck? It's. A, I've had that. Weck is a kosher yeah. roll, actually. Of course, you wow. would know that. Yeah. I've, you know, I've been going to <laughs> Buffalo. Is that racist? No. As a matter of fact, I've been going to Buffalo it is. for. Yeah, it is. 
for almost 20 years now. Right. That's been my territory. But until... Don't beef on whack. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I haven't even been to like the original place where they had uh, the fame of uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Wings. Wings. You haven't been there? I haven't I've been, been there. there. So two weeks ago, about a, three weeks ago now, for the first time ever, I went to see Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. I've, I still haven't seen Niagara Falls. Well, I just said I've been there almost once a year to Niagara Falls. Never even once went to see the, the falls until about three weeks ago. Right, so and what did you, what'd you think? So, um, it's a sight. It's a sight <laughs> to see. Very wet. Uh, very wet. It was actually, it was, uh, I was walking around like a duck because there was a mist and it froze. Oh. So <laughs> it was cold. It was really cold. It was like uh, 26 degrees. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is probably not the best time of year to go no, see Niagara no, Falls. No, no, Especially but by the season we're having. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, good. It's, I, um, so I see a lot of you know, reps when they travel, and I see their pictures that they post on social media, and they're going to steakhouses. They're showing tomahawks. <laughs> My budget's a little different. Right, so I go, I go to, I go to, uh, like I'll go to the Food Network and I go to diners, drive-ins, and dives mm -hmm. to yeah. see where they go, right. because I want to find something new, and that's how right. I found the found out about Beef on Weck. Well, I, I, I'm not that savvy, and I just don't do any social media at all. So I don't no social know media at all. No, none, none. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those old school guys <laughs> that I want to. If I want to hang out, I want to hang out by myself. <laughs> okay. Or well, with people that I like. That. That's, yes. that's what it is. That always helps. Yeah. That's, that's probably like. why you've never called me. So, well, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I call you, but only for questions or something. <laughs> yeah. So, but the place, Charlie, Charlie the Butcher mm -hmm. uh, is the place in Buffalo. It's a beef, you know, where I got the beef on whack. Mm -hmm. He was actually behind the counter. And we're looking, there's a postcard of him from like 1970 when he opened the place. Right. And I'm looking at him, he's chopping up salad. I'm looking, wait, it's Charlie? He's like, yeah. This is that. He's an older <laughs> guy, but he's still back there chopping stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, Beef yeah. on Weck, famous, so try that out. But anyway. Well, I'll take you one for it. Yeah. Next time you're in, well, if you're there, I'll be there uh, in two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, not, oh, no, 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 I won't be there. Not Buffalo. Uh, yeah, what am well, I talking about? That's no. far from Albany. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a long way from Albany. That's a long way from Albany. Yeah. Anyway. That's 300 miles away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Dan, what do you think about the Allergino? Um, I was there. I came and visited with the, with the launch at uh, Two Guys in Seabrook. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the cigar that, that Edgar recommended that I uh, try first. And right off the bat... I, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. You know, the, this, I, I, it's no secret. If you've been listening to the show or watching the show for any length of time, San Andreas wrapper is just one of those things that just really turns me on. This is one of the best San Andreas wrappers <laughs> I've, I've had. Gross. Very tasty. Hey. <laughs> very tasty. Um, it's got, you know, those, those woody notes, the uh, notes of earth and coffee, and there's this kind of, uh, almost cocoa kind of thing going on in the background, and y you know, you know, because the 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 filler and the binder are the same as the other cigar, right? Yes. The regular line, and so this is just another instance of you know you change the wrapper and you completely change the cigar, and then you box press it, mm -hmm. and then I think even that changes things. Of course it does. 
for the longest time, I didn't understand uh, like the the correlation between the the round vitola mm-hmm. uh, opposed to the box press until I was in February. I was at the factory, and I I went to reach out and got a round cigar and a box press cigar, smoke it side by side. There's a difference. Oh, difference. Yeah. We experimented with that last <coughs> we week. Experiment, yeah, yeah with, with he who shall not be named, <laughs> you know, Asylum Cigars, the Medulla uh, Oblongata. We did that last week. And it, will, it was. It was remarkable how different mm, those right. cigars smoked. And the only difference was the, the pressing of the cigar right. Right. versus yes, the round. Yes, it does. It does. It, uh, it changes the, the – uh, I don't know what it does to the cigar. <laughs> it changes the flavor profile on it, what, you know – yeah, like it's kind of night and day. Who knows? Well, <laughs> one of the things that was really interesting about it was was that that really brought out some other uh, aspects of of the tobacco that you couldn't fully enjoy, you know, in a regular round cigar. And mm-hmm. so, like here, you're you know, you change the wrapper, but you change the the press too, and you're getting to experience that that corojo in a way that you can't really experience it well in see the round see cigar. when you what what really adds to the pressing of the cigar when you're pressing it for three weeks mm-hmm. okay it's really touching cedar mm-hmm. on the top on the sides and everything else mm-hmm. so that that itself it, it's going to add to the flavor of the cigar itself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three weeks with the cedar it makes a difference in my opinion yeah, but I'm not one of those guys that are going to say, well, I don't like this, opposed to that, whatever. But it changes the, the, the makeup of the cigar, the way it smokes, and it tastes. Hmm. And I saw it there side by side. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah big difference. Hmm. I, I'm getting a lot, uh, in the, especially in the retro, that coffee, like mm-hmm. a dark Honduran coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, freshly brewed, not not the grounds, but like a brewed coffee. Mm. That's very, very good. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yep. And one of the things I noticed, you know, with the four sizes that, that came out, uh, you know, with the regular um, Aladino line, there's a 660. Right. There is not anything of that near that ring gauge with these. Was Do you the know anything about why that was left off? Well, the 660 is um, – it, 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 it's not – it's not that it's never, but, you know. Um, <laughs> never say never. Never say never. Uh, especially, like, 60s, uh, we thought it was going to be a fad, but the 770 and the 880 <laughs> and uh, eight, uh, 1080s now or, Gosh, or 1030 and 133s is like, what are you going to go with this? But, um, <laughs> but in my opinion, anything... Anything more than a 54, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is a waste. Hmm. Why so? Uh, I just don't like the way it just feels in, in my hand or in my mouth, that is, f- foremost. <laughs> <laughs> foremost. <laughs> but um, uh, size-wise, I've always been a small ring gauge smoker. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm... Um, not so much of a like a Lancero, Lancero lately, but it's always been uh, robusto size mm-hmm. or 50, 48, 47, 50, mm-hmm. 52. 54 is the largest I smoke and I enjoy with smoke. Uh, so with with the 60 proliferation of the 60s that came along and uh, one of my companies that 
um, still until until today, was the creator or in the mass market of a 60 ring gauge is I've only smoked four 60 ring gauge cigars. Wow. Okay. In your life? In my life. Wow. What, what, what were they? Um, um, I've smoked, uh, I've smoked um, uh, Gran Habano. Okay. 60 when they first came out and once. And then later on, uh, he made another one that I smoked an inch into it and I just put it aside oh, because man. it was too much. Well, it's not enough. Let's put it this way. It's not too much. It's not enough flavors. Mm. So when I don't get enough flavors on a cigar, and the ash rate goes. Mm. So that's that. And I smoked other 60 ring gauge cigars just to see what it is. But the most enjoyable 60 ring gauge cigar that I, in my opinion, is, is the Tatuaje Grand Cojono. That is a really good cigar. That is... That is yeah. six and a half by 60, and mm -hmm. it's, um, if I'm going to smoke a 60 ring gauge cigar, and it's going to say, okay, you're going to suffer through a cigar, <laughs> it would be that cigar. <laughs> okay, the I would not. possible. You know. Yeah, yeah, but. Well, here's a selfless plug. The Atabay Benditos is a seven by 58. That's a huge ring gauge. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't even struggle through that, but. I'm I'm with you. After fifty, for me it's fifty six. Yeah, same here. Can't go past fifty six. Yeah. yeah, it's just too much. I can do the sixties, but I'm 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 finding myself more and more going for the the regular kind of fifty, fifty two, fifty four. Mm. Uh, several years ago, all I was doing was sixty ring gauge cigars. <laughs> I was just in one of those places, you know. <laughs> I just I, couldn't shut your mouth. You know, uh -huh. a, a, yeah, <laughs> like like a, a the LFD. Uh, Double the Hero Digger, Digger Maduro. Mm -hmm. That was one of my go-to cigars. Three and a half hours of smoky goodness, you know? <laughs> no lack of flavor on that bad boy. Right. No, 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 no. No lack of flavor. But that, that's too, too long of a good thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Uh, my tension span tends, tends to run about maybe an hour, an hour okay, and 15 yeah. minutes. And after that, I, I need yeah. to go. Yeah. I need to go somewhere else. Yeah. Luckily um, for you, the show is only an hour. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's, it's it's perfect for you. Yeah. All right. Perfect for you. It's right okay. in for you. I'm able to I'm able to stick with those things for a, a longer time. As a matter of fact, a, a few years ago, I I drove the family down to Orlando, Florida, from here, went straight through. So I had coffee and diggers. That's what kept <laughs> me going. And hey. I can tell you that from here to Orlando. It's five double diggers and two bowls Jeez. of pipe tobacco. Well, That's how long <laughs> it is. Well, let me tell you one thing. From uh, three weeks ago, coming back from Buffalo, actually all the way to uh, Niagara Falls, I drove through on Saturday. Uh, it was, let's see, four cigars and three cups of coffee. Wow. Straight mm. through. Straight through. Mm. Yeah. No, no lunch, no lunch break, because that tends to put you – to sleep mm. yeah so right yeah right so coffee nicotine <laughs> yeah and anything to keep windshield time yeah <laughs> Running on vices. yeah <laughs> oh my goodness so none of the big ring gauges right now are in the works for this we're, we're sticking with the four we're just sizes sticking with the we, four sizes have. now you have the elegante which is a lancero mm -hmm. round cigar um, um the casadors which is uh um, Corona Gorda size, mm -hmm. box pressed, 
Robusto box press as five by fifty and the Toro six by fifty yeah. box press. Now that Elegante, that the Lancero was I had that next. Okay. And I loved that. That was a, a great, great cigar. Yes, it is. And um yeah, I, I I like it. I like the Maduro version of it, mm-hmm. but I still like the spiciness of the original uh, natural spiciness because I like a little more spicy than sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to be traditional cigar smoker. I don't smoke many Maduros. Okay. I don't smoke a lot of Maduros. Um, the only Maduro that I like, San Andreas and the Broadleaf. Mm. Okay. Uh, Big difference between the Broadleaf and the San Andres, though. Yes. Like flavor, flavor-wise. Yeah. Because a lot of people started to think, you know, when, you, when you talked about Maduros, everyone's like, oh, that's a little sweet, right? So the Connecticut, that Broadleaf has a little bit of sweetness, and, and there's a variation. But then once you go to the San Andres Maduro, that sweetness is gone, and it's more of that dark chocolate, dark coffee. Yep. Earth. Uh, earth, yeah. Right, earth. Where it's, it's, it's a completely different cigar than the, the Maduro. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And th- this is a Maduro San Andreas, I couldn't Andreas, say it right? better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is Whatever a Maduro San Andreas wrapper, Yes, right? yeah. yes. Yep. So um, how long are, are the tobaccos in this and, and the wrapper aged before they're put on the cigar or rolled into the cigar? I, I mean... Traditionally, traditionally, if anybody tells you the cigar is aged for four years before to put in the cigar, that is the, the, the age of a tobacco that it needs to go minimally in, in the cigar. Mm. So any, any younger tobacco than that is just like it's too young to go in on a, on a cigar mm. to begin with. So... I do not know the exact age of of where is the tobacco come from, but mm-hmm. the tobacco is the row has been growing. God, I mean, they have, I would say, hundreds of thousands of pounds of tobacco mm-hmm. in the warehouses. So aging, ready to go. Aging. I mean, they they could use that tobacco uh, from now until like five or six years, and they still have aged tobacco. Hmm. I'm talking five-plus years, oh. minimally. So, yeah. That's yeah, a great, that's a, you know, that's a great uh, uh, backup to have there for consistency and, right. and taste and, and the, flavor. And the family's still growing tobacco. I mean, right. they haven't stopped growing tobacco. They, all the cigars that they produce themselves is the tobacco that they use except for um, San Andreas mm-hmm. and uh, Connecticut um, Shade mm. that they get from uh, uh, Ecuador. Okay. Yeah. Judging by the burn line on this, it's <coughs> probably got some good age on it. I mean, on yeah. The, on the yeah. The least. burn on this and is fantastic. Razor it's razor sharp. It's very thin. Um, I'm about a third of the way through. I'm still getting a lot of those flavors that we've talked about, um, but uh, very, very enjoyable. Medium. May it, I, I know from experience this will probably go medium plus mm-hmm. by the time it's you get medium to the plus. end. It's medium know, plus. But uh, really wonderful tastes of, um, you know, that dark, rich coffee earth, you know, this little bit of sweetness there. Mm-hmm. But it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a, uh, 
like we've been talking about, a Mad- typical Maduro kind of sweetness. Right, right. It's, um, you know, more like a, a, almost like a natural sweetness in a coffee kind of a thing. Mm. Right. Probably not a filler. This yeah. is a good good afternoon cigar with a with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Absolutely. This this is a perfect coffee cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good job on And this. it's a good thing we're good in the having my coffee Studio 21 Podcast Cafe where that can happen. <laughs> Happens more often than not. Yeah. Yes. Well, good stuff. Yeah, I'm digging this. I'm 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 already halfway through. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> you, you're, you're typically the speedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. stuck up. I might have and, to slow down. And you know, there's you know, the green egg, <laughs> in the green sweater now. You've taken you've taken Derek's old mantle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. No. Yeah, <laughs> so what are you picking up there? And you haven't talked much well, about Well, I mean, we've covered a lot of it. I mean, there's that spice, a little bit of woodiness, mm-hmm. and, and just a slight earth. Um, but just it's very well blended, you know. It's 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 such a nice balance, um, very distinct from the traditional mm-hmm. Eladino. Um, but you get a little like hint of that, in it, like a memory of what the Eladino tastes like. But you, you notice the the difference with that. Well, oh, because the the makeup of the cigar is still Corojo mm-hmm. binder right. and filler, uh, just the wrapper that it's in Maduro. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've smoked them back to back, and it's it's like, oh yeah, there's that flavor. <laughs> it's like it's yeah, you can tell it's a related thing, yeah. you know, and, and just uh, you know, just did this great retro right now, and just so much cedar mm. in that retro. Yeah, fantastic. Picking up as much cedar. No, not me. Well, you got to put it through your nose more often. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the cigar, the 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 smoke. Uh, the smoke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not the cigar. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't imagine trying that. Well, it's already time for our break. Okay. So we're going to take our break now. And after the break, uh, we're going to continue our interview with Edgar here. We uh, have the ash hole of the week that we can talk about. We're going to continue our thoughts on the Aladino Maduro Toro by JRE. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. 
So, what should you expect from a bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ash Holes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And the Ashholes are back. Once again, here's your host, Pastor Padron, the Toro Troubadour, Dan the Man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, YouTube, Facebook, Podbeans, iTunes, anywhere you can find a podcast, really. Spotify, too. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Edgar, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, and we're glad that we had the interview here. We understand you need to 
fly yeah, out of well, here. Well, thanks for the invite, and uh, it's great experience. This is my first time. It would not be my last. <laughs> okay. So would All we right. be able you to have you back on sometime? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. you'd come back? Uh, most definitely, yes. Okay, most definitely, yeah. and you're not just saying yeah, that. Yeah, since <laughs> the, va the veil is off now, <laughs> I'll be here. You won't get rid of me. Yeah. So. We see you <laughs> in, around enough, too, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, hide. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, safe well, travels, well, yeah. my Thank friend. You. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Right, absolutely. Thank you, guys, and... Until <laughs> well, next time. Until yeah. next time. Very good. We'll, we'll hold you to that. Yeah. And safe, uh, safe travels. Is this on? Uh, yeah, I think I you're know. on. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. It's definitely yeah. on. Yeah. Your, yeah. your, your mic your is, is way far away from your mouth, Oliver. Please. Yeah, just is bite that, it. Oh, bite yeah. down. Don't, get a nice chomp out of it. No, it's, it's no. Right, literally right on my yeah, mouth. Yeah, there you go. All right, it's so. better. Yeah. Well, look at this. I didn't even know if Oliver was going to be here today. This is great. No, I didn't either. <laughs> Surprise. I was, you know, I was supposed to be uh, supposed to be in Maine, uh, okay. but with all the travels that kind of happened, I had to kind of push that back a little bit. And on, uh, I'll be gone next week in San Diego. You'll be in San Diego okay. next week. All right. Finally, well, get some warm weather. Huh? We'll be enjoying uh, another uh, snowstorm. Another uh, probably. <laughs> no. Yeah. Supposed to look. Yeah. It's looking nice next week, so I'm hopeful. Let's let's hope. <laughs> you know, after tonight and tomorrow, that winter's last gasp Jeez. is finally yeah. behind us. Gosh. Snow the other grief. day. What in the world? Yeah, yeah. They're talking yeah, about like maybe it's snowing again in the morning yeah, too. My older brother is in Minnesota, mm -hmm. and they got they got hit. Yeah, they got hit hard. This is crazy. Wow. Like, I mean, I mean, what is this? Canada? Come a on. few. <laughs> what is this? Russia? We're not in Russia, are we? <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm, I'm done with that. We wanted to to we knew Edgar had to had to leave halfway through the show. We wanted to get as much out of him as we possibly could. So we are going to now do. Our weekly top five August. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, today's top five list. We get back to the world of entertainment. Okay. And we are going to be looking at the five most watched TV show finales of Ooh. all time. So like series finales? Series okay. finales. Series finales. So shows that on their last episode had the most viewers. Okay. Now, you know, one of the things, I, you know, caveats I might say here is, you know, as, as cable has come on and... And stuff. Now everything's and on demand. Now we have yeah. 400 million shows going on at once. Audiences have gotten smaller. Hmm. So a lot of these big finishes were for earlier shows. Well, it's like now when there wasn't, you know, there wasn't the bajillion choices of things. Yeah, to now watch. you have a choice of what you want to watch when you want to watch it. Right. You know, it's like it's like I can't remember the last time I saw a commercial because everything's on demand. You just yeah. record it. Yeah. And, remember when you, you know? had to wait a week. Yeah. For the next episode. <laughs> and if you missed it, it was gone forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Earth, Earth, yeah. Earth, yeah. Or, you know, or some, some news bulletin came on oh, and took over. You never the saw the show. Yeah. You recorded it that. on your VHS. Oh, yeah. yeah VHS. Yep. I remember VHS, that. Yeah. Oh, VHS. Disgusting. Any of you do beta? No. No, was, we never did beta. It was before oh, my time. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go and do these. The top five series finales. All right. TV show series finales of all time. Number five. This is probably not that big of a surprise. May 1st, 1988. Do you remember what that might be? Uh, no, I was probably like, what, six years old? <laughs> so, mm -mm. no. 
It was episodes number 161 and 162 of Magnum P.I. Oh, okay. Magnum P.I. I love 50.7 million people watched that Watch finale. the mustache. Yeah. Watch the mustache. <laughs> yep. Yep. And CBS. Uh, and that show best. ran from 1980 to 1988. Eight years. Pretty good run, yeah. That's a very good run. Yep. I think the if you make it three or four years, you're doing yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, the 100 episode mark is like the success mark. That's, point, that's right? yeah. That's when so everything you can go. That you're so synchro- good. You, know, the, uh, you can get it. Um, what's, what's the word? Um, syndication. syndication. You yes. can go into yeah. syndication with 100 uh, episodes there. Hmm. All right. Number four. Any guesses what might be? Mm. Uh, number four. I'm not sure. No. Yeah. Number four was episodes 237 and 238, May 6, wow. 2004, of Friends. Friends. And I never Friends. got into Friends. It, mm. it, it's very funny that you say that because I never did either. I'm not a huge sitcom guy. It's yeah, me neither. I mean, now I, growing up, I watched them because mm-hmm. that's what was on. That's what was on. Now right. it's like mm-hmm. if it doesn't have a, like a long story arc, I just don't have the attention yeah. span. I was more of an Aniston fan than a Friends fan. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling you're not alone. Yeah, right. I have a feeling that the 52.5 million people watching so were just thinking it the out same there. thing. I know, I know, our listenership has gone up. So Jennifer, say Aniston, if you are listening and you are single. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> if, send a lot of ifs there. You never quite know. Yeah. It varies from week to week with her. Okay. <laughs> that was NBC hey, there. That could be my future ex. <laughs> okay. It could be. It could be. All right. Number three. Number three episodes. It's funny how the first three big finale things all were two-part things that happened, you know, yeah, at the, yeah. the same yeah. time. Get it. So Stretch out the that next one was episodes uh, 179 and 180, May 14, 1998. 98. What was that, Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Okay. That's oh, right. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I remember that. Boy, was that good. That was 76.3 million people. That's 20 they, million more that was than a big Magnum deal. or they, ended, they were in jail, right? When and it was about nothing. They ended in jail nothing. and they walked out. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and another eight-year yeah. run. That <laughs> was great. Yeah. God, it was such a what good show. was it, the Good Samaritan Law? They got yep. Like, yep. In Massachusetts, right? That's mm-hmm. where they got arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And number two. The number two most watched episode was number 269, not a new two-parter, two just a regular, and another sitcom, Cheers. Cheers, oh. okay. Cheers. I was, they were hammered. I was at the finale. <laughs> you were <laughs> oh, at yeah? the finale? I was at the finale right at uh, Bull and Finch. Okay. Really? Yeah. Hmm. In the stands, hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I think May I 30th, 1993, we now know where you Such were. Such a good show. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was another NBC thing. It ran for 10 years, 1982 to 1993. 80.4 million people yeah, watched that show. A lot of, lot of good stuff came out of that show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, Frasier, Frasier, Frasier came out yeah. of Frasier it. Frasier came out of it. A lot of actors, you know, doing Which is one of the few comedy. sitcoms I ended up getting into. Yeah, I, I did watch that. Fra- much more mm-hmm. than Cheers. Mm-hmm. Frasier, his oh, brother, yeah. Niles, they yeah. were two of the funniest guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Number one, the number one most watched finale in television history of a series show. February 28, 1983. Mash. Mash, okay. The final episode. Goodbye, farewell, we, and amen. Do we have a sound clip of their, their, their music? No. Oh, that'd be God, I'm so sure good. we could find it's one. It's probably copyrighted. So. But no. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we no. don't. Yeah. Another uh, CBS show. 
<laughs> there you Gosh, go. There's so a sad. That's there it one is I, right I, there. I've seen them all in syndication. You know the name of that song, Oliver? I do not. Uh, suicide, suicide is, is painless. painless. Yeah, right. it was written oh, wow. by the. It's like direct. One of the creators, like son, sixteen-year-old son, something, something like something that. Like yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Which is a little disturbing. And that MASH show also eclipsed uh, the highest rating of any program at that time, which was the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show, first appearance in February of 1964. So that record held Hmm. until the MASH episode some... Yep. Wow. 105.9 million people watched that show. That long ago, yeah. Yeah. 20 million more than Cheers. You know, 55 million more than Magnum. I mean, that show had a huge, yeah. huge following. Not to take anything away from MASH, even though that I'm about to say something that will take away from <laughs> MASH. But <coughs> that's also a time when there were, like, two shows yeah, on air. And, they, and you only had the choice of five stations. And right. you used to be, you had to press, I remember TV, didn't you have to press, like, UHF and... VHF or, or, or dial, yeah, yeah. dial. dial in. You had to get up to turn the. You had to my get kids up. freak out at no, that. No, no like, remote. What do you mean you had to get up to change the channel? I was like, yeah, you had to you get, had get up. up, to up the, yeah. You had to get up the ends of the phone. Too. I remember there was a remote with a cord at one point. Like that mm-hmm. was a, that was the big thing. And that if the TV huge. wasn't working, you had to go and smack it, oh. get and it then, in line. And then the remote that did come out had the hard <laughs> buttons. It was like, yeah, yeah. You could break your thumb on those things. Good grief. What do you mean you had to get up to change the channel? Yeah. yeah. Can you believe that? And it, but it's funny. You talk yep. about shows, big finales these yep. days, and, and you know, t- but none of the audiences are near as big because of what you just said. Yeah. There's really? there only options. so many shows on at that time. Right. Yeah. And so that's, that's what people would watch. But unbelievable. 105 mm. million viewers. Mm. That's amazing. It's a good show. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. No spinoffs from that, right? Uh, from Mass? Hot no. Lips, no Hot no, Lips, no. Hand. Right. I don't think so. Years later, they did a show. It didn't last after MASH, mm-hmm. which was oh. with, uh, I think, um, Harry Morgan as, as Sherman Potter. And, yep. And others made cameo appearances. It didn't last mm-hmm. long. It yeah. was not considered a success. No. No, I remember that show, and I remember it not going anywhere. So Mental mm. Note will never do an after Ashholes show. No. No, no. Th- that'll probably fly. No, but we will hit that 105 million mark. That's my prediction. Okay. <laughs> and we'll hit 100 episodes. We're going to hit 100 yeah, episodes. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah. That 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 seems to be inevitable. End of summer, I think. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. This is this is 76. So yeah. only 20 24 more to go. Wow. You going to be around for that uh, one? I'll, I'll try to be around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll plan it out. We'll for see. your your 100th, my 24th. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh good, good. my. So, you know, Aaron, you've got another inch of ash on this cigar. What's what's happening with this cigar for you right now? Well, for me, uh, it might just be that my tongue is kind of getting used to the the woodiness, but the sweetness is picking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's become more pronounced. Uh, there's still that spice in there and just that slight bit of earthiness, mm. um, but it's pretty consistent all throughout. That cedar and kind of coffee in the retro is still big in there for me. N- nice earthy uh, tastes on the palate, and uh, doesn't the finish isn't doesn't last all that long. No, it's not a short, quick. not a short one, but yeah, not, not, yeah, it's not short, no, short, but yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah, still very clean. It's it's consistent. Where I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of that earthiness, earthy, earthiness, and the coffee <laughs> notes, um, they're there. But it's uh, it's, it's burning well, uh, smoking very well, and uh, but it, it it's definitely a medium plus. Mm. At first, I yeah. thought it was just going to be medium, but it's picked up. Yeah, it does. Good. It yeah. tends to pick up as it goes along. Are you finding the same thing, Aaron? Yes, yes, I agree. Okay, 
and the burn just keeps going nice, straight, razor thin. Mm -hmm. The ash is really nice. There's not a whole lot of flaking going on. Again, that's something that we don't necessarily hold against a cigar. That's just observation. Really yeah. yeah, more observation than anything else. Yep. How messy is it going to no. be as I'm waving it over my Yeah, yeah there's nothing yeah, on or, your keyboard your yet. Keyboard yeah. so nothing on the keyboard yet, so we're doing pretty good. So uh, Ash Hole of the Week. Okay, let's see. Ash it. Hole of the Week. Um, this is a very interesting story. This happened in Alaska last week. Mm. A guy mm. was hiking in the woods. Also and known as commuting in and Alaska. And <laughs> yes, also <laughs> known as commuting to work. And he's, uh, he comes across two moose in the uh, I believe it's in the mooses. Is it mooses? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's moose. Moose. And this is a, a mom and her calf. Oh, that sounds right? safe. But it's yeah. a, yeah. And they were kind of blocking his way forward. You know, it sounds like the guys from Massachusetts, you know, just impatient to behind the moose. That's all. You know? yeah. So he walked up to the moose, the mother, and kicked her. Oh, boy. Yeah, this guy's a genius. Not going to go well. And, I mean, it, go figure. The moose kicked back. Well, he's <laughs> lucky that's all that happened. I mean, gosh. And apparently ended up stomping on his foot. And he, <laughs> I he mean, got, without I mean, he big was, moose, sorry. his foot was could just step on his head. Pretty seriously <laughs> injured. He, uh, you know, and and so it was like man kicks moose, moose kicks back. Who's gonna win? He's <laughs> really lucky the, that's the all moose. that happened. And you know, so he ends up going down and uh, calls for help, and they, you know, they come and and the moose, of course, they're gone. Well, yeah. Just like you know, you know, the gangs or or whatever. When the police are coming. They hightail it out of there. Even the yeah. moose know right. that. <laughs> so they never found the moose or whatever. But you know what? It's like, what for, are you going to do when you find for, it? <laughs> you know. if, if you are trying to get ahead of a couple of moose and your decision to help speed things along is to kick the moose, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> It is it's never a good idea to kick a moose. What's he going to do with a grizzly? I you're mean, going to die. It's, yeah. yeah, he's Typically, lucky. He's yeah. lucky that's all that happened. Right. But for for kicking for kicking a moose to get it out of his way, I this guy's unnamed in the article. I name him the asshole of the week. Absolutely. Drinking, drugs, anything involved? In that no, no, just nothing. General stupidity. Just general stupidity. I mean, it's like even a deer, you wouldn't do that to. Because no, a deer, I think it's kill more people horse. than any other animal in the woods. I wouldn't even do that so, to a cow. Yeah, to a horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean those things. I mean, you can and a moose is, is you know all over leg. twice the size. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's just dumb. It's very dumb. Dumb, and uh, that is uh, uh, what the Wildlife Association said. Don't be uh, dumb, man. It sounds, the quote, it sounds like the moose uh, uh, were on a trail, and in this case, it sounds like the guy was trying to go through them. He explained, that's never a good idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a one-ton animal in my way. Yeah, I'll just go right through it. Yeah. Good grief. Um, no, what else did you guys smoke this week? Buy that thing. Mm. Aaron? Oh, yeah. I, I smoked a, gosh, it's leaking in my mind, uh, the Diamond Crown Maximus. Oh really? Yeah. So which with size? The you number six, I believe. Number six. It's five by fifty-six. Mm -hmm. So just just on the cusp of the ring gauge, I'll, I'll go for. I mean, great. That's just such mm. an amazing cigar. Mm. I mean, you got the little bit of woodiness and the spice, and you know, just <coughs> just a great blend. <coughs> um, 
you know, nice complexity in, you know, not, not throughout the whole smoke. So not a lot of transitions throughout it, but just each puff is, has, you know, a fair amount of complexity and all the flavors that you're getting. So right. really enjoyable. Very good. Yourself, Oliver, well, did you I, I do doing, anything uh, while you were doing uh, all the no, driving was, or flying or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I was in, I was in Texas uh, all last week between Texas. San Antonio and, um, and, and I made my way up to Austin. I did sit with the guys at Romacraft. You did. That so, was going to be my yeah. next question. What, okay. what? I mean, cool, really cool spot. And mm. they've, well, I shouldn't say they both uh, don't drink. Mike, Mike, uh, Michael doesn't drink as much. Uh, Skip does. They have a ton of beer. They, they said they have like four thousand beers up there. So, uh, <laughs> so drinking some stout. Yeah, it's all. I mean, cr- all craft beers. Oh, Beautiful. Yeah, so. But uh, but no, they gave me a, a unbanded. Uh, it was about a seven aged, uh, seven year aged uh, Roma Craft. Uh, Cro Magnon, mm. that uh, that was pretty tasty. Oh, I am jealous. Yeah. Mm. Very, very tasty. I love tasty. those Cro Magnons. Mm-hmm. Well, those are fantastic. Yeah, and this one had uh, you know with that age on it was uh, it was it was phenomenal. Mm. But what an operation they have up there. How was that? That uh, did you get a tour of the building or anything? Yeah, not uh, you know not not massive, but just well put together. Mm-hmm. So uh, how much swag beautiful. you get? Because that's what they. they I get didn't weasel. Right no, no, I didn't, I didn't weasel weasel anything. I'm not weasel. So you did there? Not a big fanboy of, of that. <laughs> you didn't you didn't leave with a weasel? No, no. I no. walked you know, walked in normal, and I mean, there's some that might walk in with their mouths. You know, jaws dropped and, and their hands yeah. out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just went to, went to stop by and, and say hi. I was in Austin. Did so. you have to tell them who you were, uh, <laughs> or did they recognize you? A couple times. You? A couple Look, times it's thro- an asshole. Throughout the night, I had to, I had to remind them <laughs> who I was. Uh, no, no, I've, I've met them before. Good guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good Very crew. nice guys. Yeah. Yep. Like them. Um, I kind of, you know let the cat out of the bag before I had one of those Eladino Maduro mm-hmm. uh, Lanceros and you don't see a whole lot of those around Lancero size. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to try that right off. And uh, it's the one cigar in this line that is not box pressed. It's still round. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure that's because of the size. Yeah. I mean, uh, box pressing there any, is there, is there, is, have any of you heard of a box pressed Lancero? I don't think it's, possible i mean you got to do less tobacco in a box press to right. begin with you t- take anything out of a lancero and you've got air mm. so <laughs> but uh, make it challenging yeah. you know <laughs> a lot of these a lot of these same flavors it, not as complex as this is um and you know more medium body a little bit more straightforward you know but a great cigar and just the way jre prices things Mm. It's also the least expensive cigar yeah, in, in that line. So for under $8, you get this really nice Lancero. It was very, very good. Mm. Enjoyed it very much. Lasted about an uh, an hour, maybe yes. a little bit more, Easy. which is yeah. pretty good for a Lancero. Yeah. What's, that, what's that short in the Aladino line, The uh, that short, small? The Santi? Is that the one? Is it Santi? Yeah. 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 That's a very popular. You know, uh, not a popular size if it was outside of that um, – you know, a blend or a brand, mm-hmm. but uh, seems to be very popular in the in the Aladino line. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I see people uh, picking those up all yeah. the time. And again, it's it's uh, five dollars and change for one yeah. of those. It's it's a great commuter. It's a great smoke. short. Yeah. If you're out walking great, the dog, yeah, it's a flavor. great yep. great cigar for that. Um, and if you're going out for a longer a longer walk of the dog, that the um, uh, Elegante would be a really good mm-hmm. cigar to go with if you wanted something a little bit more beefy. So, final thoughts on on this uh, Toro here? 
Oh, final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, consistent. Um, you know, the, the, the flavor profile to, for me kind of stayed, stayed the same throughout. Yeah. Um, didn't, uh, you know, the, the, sometimes with the box press, I, I feel like it can get warm. Mm-hmm. And get hot, yep. mm-hmm. um, but this one this one hasn't. Uh, but a lot of earthiness, a lot of rich flavors, uh, not overpowering. The retros just give me a lot of coffee, so very good. I give it uh, I give it a thumbs up for a, a great Maduro San Andres, very well balanced. Hmm. Yeah, I'm giving it a big thumbs up uh, as opposed to a normal thumbs up. Okay, <laughs> because I mean yep. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the traditional Eladino. Yeah, um, yeah. But the Maduro, it's it's gonna vibe for I don't know which one. I might like it more with the Maduro wrapper. Um, it's got a little bit more complexity. It's got, you know, some variety of flavor in there. Um, and just really enjoyable overall. Mm. Uh, big thumbs up from Pastor Padron as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, uh, Aladino line and was thrilled when, uh, the Cigar Authority announced it as a Cigar of the Year. Thought it was the, totally agreed with them. It was a mm-hmm. great newcomer for, for last year. And for them to then do, do this this year, I mean, there's talk about this being in the running yeah. Again, I could definitely you know, see that. I, I could see that happening. Let's, and, let's and not like, push that. Like, like you, Aaron, I, I, I like yeah. both of. Well, I like not a whole lot coming these. out. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like both lines very much. And at this point, I'm wondering which I actually like more. Mm. Uh, again, I'm a big fan of the the San Andreas wrapper, and they've really done it well with this. Um, again, one of the few uh, tobaccos that they don't actually grow. Um, yep. Uh, on their farm, but obviously they're very picky about yeah. what they what they get and where they get it, and and uh, I'm just really enjoying enjoying this from one end to the other. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. Yep, mm-hmm. definitely. All right. Um, next week uh, we're going to be leaving the Aroa family <laughs> after two week two weeks <laughs> yes. of, of highlighting both brothers. We are going uh, by way of Casa Fernandez and Warped Cigars, and we're going to be smoking Guardian of the Farm okay. next week. And we're going to be joined by Terrence Riley okay, uh, from Casa Fernandez uh, next week live on the show, and that's I'm looking forward to that. That's yeah, going to be a really good show. Nice. So, Make sure you go to your local brick and mortar and pick one of those up so that you can smoke it with us on the show. If your shop doesn't have them, doesn't carry them, or can't get them, ask them to carry them. Mm-hmm. And, if, of course, if they don't, you can always go to twoguyscigars.com, and you're able to buy singles from that website. And so you don't have to buy a box. You don't have to overcommit. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I love about uh, that yep. website. Make sure you have one for next week so that you can smoke it with us. You've been listening to the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any other episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, Spotify. And you can be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.